Hey everybody, uh, you're listening to Spot Callers, um, the podcast that we give you to, we'll give it to you in 30, 40, a month, days and uh, days or less. Um, we're busy people and you know, there's just been a couple delays uh, doing the podcast. Um, people are really focused on doing the RNC meetup. Um, Justin's a very busy person. I'm a busy person. Um, but we're here. And I have a very special guest, um, man of many accolades, um, top five chat instigators, um, <laughs> professional axe thrower, double um, XL, uh, every man, six man of the year, uh, Robbie Rav. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, you forgot, you forgot, man of violence, but it's alright. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> man, man, man of violence and bad attitudes. Uh, no, thank you, thank you for having me. And, it's a good time, I appreciate it, man. And you know what? You are a man of violence, and this is why I brought you on to review GCW's Bloodsport. Um, I love this show a lot. Um, I think it's the perfect blend of violence and wrestling. And you know what? I still think this is uh, for WrestleMania weekend. I do think that this show usually tops most. Um, I know that doesn't really mean anything to you because you kind of like had a falling out uh, uh, on wrestling, but uh, I do think uh, I look forward to bl- uh, Bloodsport every year, and Bloodsport is one of my favorite movies, so it just uh, it just adds on. But uh, how do you uh, how you feel about uh, wrestling nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we talking about like my wrestling uh pat background? Yeah, background and uh, like you you had a falling out and like when that falling out happened. When did the falling out happen? You know, I don't even think there was a real reason for the falling out. I think I just like got more like involved in like sports and like playing video games and shit. And when I realized I had to watch like a bunch of matches to stay abreast <laughs> as a teenager, I was like, yeah, that's the end of that. Like that's, <laughs> that's kind of where it ended. Like oh. just me knowing I had to watch a bunch of shows and I, that took me out of it. But um, no, like I said, I grew up watching it, um, you know, because of my parents um, mm-hmm. and especially my dad. So, you know, that's kind of how that all began. I played all the games, all the WWE, WWF games. Yeah. And, you know, that also kind of helped it you know, kind of helped me with it. But like I said, you know, knowing you guys and knowing J5 and, you know, rest at RNC, that also kind of keeps me, like, passively aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that also helps. All right. Uh, yeah, um, J5 not here uh, this time. He'll be back on the next episode. Uh, very busy man. Uh, what is it, like, jack of all trades in RNC. Uh, he does a ton of yeah. podcasts. And you know what? Uh, I had to take the helm. So, Spot Colors is my baby, and I'll take care of it. But uh, we'll get into the uh, get into the show here. Um, we're gonna review some matches and we're gonna give it a star rating. Talk about how uh, Robbie feels about the performers. I've watched this show uh, tons of times, just whenever I just felt like watching wrestling. But uh, Robbie, how'd you feel about this opening like uh, promo that goes on here? Uh, it's hilarious. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's definitely hilarious. Like, I didn't know um, what the hell I was about to watch, but, like, I saw the opening promo, and I was like, all right, I'm glad this is a, this is a sound decision. You picked the right thing for me because, you know, as, as we discussed, as a man of violence, you know, this is <laughs> a man of violence. This is, this is kind of the kind of shit I would want to watch. And I was like, 
after I watched the promo, I knew I was in the right place, pretty much. Okay. Um, GCW, um, it's a no ropes, only uh, knockouts and submissions. Um, it's a very... Uh, it's a good blend between MMA and wrestling, uh, if you haven't seen the show before. Um, I think this is a good... Um, I think this is a good show just, you know, just to show your pals, you know, like, oh, you know, they're not really into the whole, like, technical holds or, like, the running the ropes, like, whatever. Uh, I know a lot of people, when I take them to wrestling shows, they always laugh when they do the leapfrog sequence. <laughs> but, like, uh, <laughs> this show here is, like, uh, yeah, this is, this is this is for your pals that like MMA or, like, violence or whatever. Uh, <laughs> we, get a, uh, we get a few... Um, I think we get a few people that do MMA here, but mainly this time, uh, this is the first show, and there's a lot of wrestlers on this card. Um, the following year for Josh Barnett's Bloodsport, there'll be a lot of more uh, MMA performers who kind of, like, like shine when they're doing, like, they're kind of, like, uh, wrestling gimmicks, like, uh, when they're playing heel and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's really cool. But uh, we'll go into the first match here. Um <laughs> When I messed up the recording the first time, I did not pronounce his name right, so I'll let you do this. <laughs> oh yes, oh yeah, okay, okay, yeah, because you just so you did whatever you wanted with his last name, and I had to say something. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Dominic Guarini and versus Quile, versus Kyle versus Kyle the Beast. Uh, yeah, no, nobody's ever gonna hear what you tried to do with his last name the first time. I don't know what it was, but it wasn't that bad. But I had to intervene. All right, so, yeah. Shout out to Justin Guarini too. Yeah, had to had to had to nuke the vod for that one. Uh, no, y'all ain't gonna hear that. Uh, all right. So, how'd you feel about the match? Uh, I like the match. It, it was fun. I think it was a good opener. Um, you know, uh, it's just you know two guys trying to beat each other's ass, and I think that's what you, <laughs> that's what you signed up for. You know, what I mean, you know, that's, that's what you signed up for. I think there were parts of it where I didn't know what the hell they were trying to do, mm-hmm. but I think you know. You know, the the way that it kind of closed out and as it got closer to the end and then the match started to round out, it all really made sense. And I think it's like, definitely makes it worth viewing. Absolutely. I think mm-hmm. uh, the placement of the match is right too. Okay. Um, I feel the same as well. Um, I think this is like, uh, this is the perfect opener for the, uh, these shows. And I think uh, the following year, um, Dominic would uh, open again uh, for the show against, I think... Uh, Damn, I don't know who, but I, I do remember that it's a uh, MMA fighter. Um, I think I think he does set like a he sets a good example for the style that these shows are, which are like these uh, hybrid wrestling, MMA kind of you know blurred line gimmick or like quote unquote predetermined. Um, I do think. Uh, these two do have a good bout here. Uh, how do you feel about uh, each performer? Um, I think um, <laughs> I try to remember. I'm trying to remember who was I more of a fan of in the match. Um, I think it was probably uh, Dominic who won me over eventually. Like I think I, I think both of them did a good job with you know mm-hmm. what it what was supposed to happen or how it was supposed to play out. But, you know, um, yeah, it, it, for me, it would be Dominic, you know. Um, I also, you know, like the holes that were put into this. Uh, I was not a fan of the knee bar, but everything, <laughs> <laughs> but everything else 
everything else was cool. But yeah, the knee bar, the knee bar was definitely struggle. But you know, it, it is what it is. These things happen. <laughs> Hey man, they they had to make do. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But yeah, exactly. knee bar aside, this match is really great. Uh, I do th- I do think uh, Dominic is a good performer. Uh, when he came out, uh, I think when Kyle came out, I was just like, yeah, definitely not rooting for this dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, how many stars would you give it, Robbie? Uh, I gave it three out of five, which I think was nice and fair. Yeah, uh, I gave it uh, I gave it three uh, out of five stars as well. Um, it, it's a good match. Uh, it gives you the uh, it gives you a good taste what you're in for. Um, but next match we have my favorite match on the card: Eddie Kingston versus Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. Um, I think this match is like you got a taste for what it was like what this pay per view is going to be in the first match. And I think this is, like, the perfect, like, example of it. I do like the main event, um, but th- this tops it for me. I think it's uh, a very, like, it- it's the it's the mid-card banger. Um, if you saw Josh Barnett's Bloodsport this year, it's essentially the Masada Takeda uh, versus the uh, Jonathan Graham match. Um, just two wrestlers... Killing each other, hitting each other hard as shit, slamming the hell out of each other. Um, th- this is like the hybrid bout. Like I can't big up this match enough. Like I do think this match is really great. Um, I when I first saw this uh, show, I had no idea who either of these dudes were, and uh, de- both these two really won me over. I I look forward to all their matches, no matter like. Any like any promotion, I if I see these any either of these two names, like I'm all in. Um, <laughs> how'd you feel about it, Robbie? Yeah, I felt the same way. I think I I enjoyed what I saw. Um, uh, <laughs> especially the slapping part. I don't know what the hell that was about, but uh, uh, the, uh, the striking <laughs> stage. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was about, but you know, I mean, like I said, I was still like very much interested and kind of enthralled by the fight um i think also kind of the uh the difference in styles really sells the fight to really mm-hmm. sells the match too um and i you know and i think that's just like i mean that's good booking in my mind like i think you you put together what works and i think on paper you wouldn't see how it would make sense but seeing it play out in the ring completely different you totally get you know why it went the way it went yeah um, also, hot sauce is a crazy nickname. I don't understand. <laughs> I I don't like maybe an and one fan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the first hot sauce I thought of. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. pro- probably a huge hot sauce fan. Uh, but uh, I I like Tracy Williams a lot. Uh, I did I did think the striking uh, the strike exchange was a little weird, but <laughs> you know what? That's what happens in wrestling. Like it happens a lot in wrestling nowadays. But like after the strike exchange, it like. All right, no, we're turning this back into a fight. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> uh, personally, I gave this match five stars. I love this match a lot. Um, how'd you feel about it, Robbie? Uh, I gave it four. I don't like. Oh, and uh, matter of fact, yeah, and I gave it four. And I wanted to point out that also that I like love the finish. I think the finish really yes. did it for me for the most part. Finish was fantastic, and also you kind of couldn't really see where the match was going, and I think that's important. I think that that sense of deception in like wrestling and stuff like that is important, you know, to kind of for, from an entertainment value perspective. And, you know, this had that too. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it didn't look like, you know, like it was quote unquote predetermined. Um, like, uh, <laughs> the, the, the match could have, could have really went either way. Um, what I've seen, yeah. uh, from, uh, Hoss, uh, <laughs> I'm going to stop saying Hoss, but, uh, Tracy Williams, uh, matches in, uh, other promotions. Um, he can hit, like he, he is a heavy hitter. Uh, so he could have knocked mm-hmm. out, uh, Eddie Kingston at any point. And you know what? Speaking of unexpected knockouts, we go into the next match. <laughs> Uh, Masada versus Martin Stone, who you may know as uh, Danny Birch on NXT. Um, how'd you feel about the match, Robbie? Uh, I, I like this match. Uh, I hated the finish, but I liked yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> the match was all like the finish was awful, but you know, uh, I think, uh, I mean, you know, I, I liked one of the suplexes, and um, here I was kind of amused by the striking. This time around, yeah. Um, also, uh, it opening with uh, Masada spinning on him was kind of wild. Uh, <laughs> I just, it's just like like Bloodsport. Period is like kind of a wild ride. You just don't know what's gonna happen match to match, and you see stuff like that, you're like, oh, all right. Like, so, <laughs> so you know, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a very different wrestling show, and you, you know, you've taken you know some time away from wrestling, so like seeing this is like really weird. Uh, Especially when you see like this bald European dude and you know his trunks or whatever, and then you get this grungy, uh, braided beard, <laughs> just like you know, some random dude. Like, oh, these two are gonna have a fight, yeah, this is normal. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm personally not too big on this match. Uh, I thought it was really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, commentary does talk about, uh, Masada being a deathmatch wrestler, um, and Martin Stone being like your European style wrestler, like uh, you know your William Regal's type that you know can really lay on hits and you know really wrestle that technical style. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, since it's blood sport, it's just like that doesn't matter. Like it just matters, you know, how well you can hold yourself up in the fight. And you see that here, like, in my opinion, I think, uh, the better wrestler, (laughs) sorry, Masada, (laughs) you know, but he loses and it's just like, that's, you know, that's blood sport. It doesn't matter how well you can do your technical holds or whatever. If you get knocked the hell out, you get knocked the hell out. (laughs) But if you've seen the show, this knockout is pretty fucking weird. Like, (laughs) Masada puts uh, Martin Stone in this trash triangle and then, like, starts laying in some elbows in the triangle, you know, to, like, I guess make up for how trash it is. <laughs> and Martin Stone Martin Stone probably blinks. And the ref is just like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> nah, it's over, it's over. And, like, the crowd is, like, what the... Like, the crowd boos. That crowd is just like, what the fuck? Like... I'm pretty sure nobody thought Masada was going to win. <laughs> but uh, Well, they got to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, they, like, yeah, it is what it is. Like, uh, you know, for UFC, it's just like, oh, you didn't expect them to win. It's just like, well, shit. Motherfucker got knocked out. It is what it is. <laughs> um, but uh, Masada wins. Uh, I gave this match two stars, personally. I'm not a big fan of it. I... Mm-hmm. But I, I, 
I'm okay with what I saw. <laughs> uh, would you yeah, give it? uh you know what? I'm gonna change my stance. I'm gonna give oh, it I'm, I'm gonna go two and a half, man. Two and a half? I'm gonna lower it. I'm gonna lower it. I'm gonna drop two and a half. Because I had a three originally, I'll drop two and a half. Oh damn. I really... You know what? It was but whatever. <laughs> Words are powerful. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm a master yeah. of persuasion. <laughs> Uh, okay, we got the next match going on here. We got Filthy Tom Lawler versus Walter. And I have to ask you, what it, what was your first opinion seeing Walter? I, uh, <laughs> I honestly, I thought, like, yo, he's kind of big and wild out of shape for this. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I, I already assumed, you know, you know, just uh, seeing enough matches, you kind mm-hmm. of be like, all right, so he's going to be a strong guy who just bring who ups the violence that's kind of what he's going for here and yeah. you know uh and didn't really disappoint you know i mean that, that's what he came for but you know you know i'm gonna stop slandering people for coming to matches out of shape <laughs> someone's gonna find the audio and run down on me and that's not really what i want in my life so <laughs> yeah i don't want to have to cop a plea so yeah we, we we can't take you to the art uh we can't take you to wrestlemania next uh next year brad <laughs> walter go see you oh you Oh, you that? Oh, I heard about you. <laughs> yeah, if I get yo, if I get slapped out, like I gotta say it didn't happen. <laughs> I gotta lie, say it didn't happen. But yeah, uh, like uh, Robbie says, like Walter does play the big dominant heel here, and uh, Filthy Tom Lawler, who is uh, an MMA fighter, he plays uh, a very good baby face for uh, for the most part. Um, I just think it, it, it's very funny uh, when he gets like Walter is like beating his ass and then he like gets a second wind, and then Walter's just like, no, <laughs> we ain't doing that here. <laughs> like uh, Walter is like beating his ass, you know. The crowd starts to rally behind Lawler. He's like getting fired up. Walter just slams his ass down, and you know what? That's what I expect here from these hybrid, you know, kind of like. Uh, blurred the lines of gimmick fights um commentary tells a really good story here like this match is probably the most pro wrestling match on the card and i really Mm -hmm. uh i really like that a lot um there's good storytelling going on here the violence is great uh walter walter does good um oh also to note that uh tom tom lawler comes in injured um I think yeah. something is wrong with his uh, left arm, right? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's his left arm, and he gets he gets his ass beat out of that cast. He gets to get, <laughs> he gets to yeah gets the cast beat off him. And at that at that point, that's when I started laughing. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, Waller comes in with his uh, he comes in with like a shooting sleeve, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Walter kind of like you know like as a pro you know. Uh, you know, it's second nature to a pro wrestler. Like, if you see that your opponent has, like, an injury, you kind of, like, go for that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Walter in the match takes off, like, his cast and then, like, starts beating at his, like, uh, his left arm. And commentary points out, like, oh, if this was a UFC fight, like, you know, would have been disqualified. But guess what? This is GCW Bloodsport. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> you know what you came in for. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tom Lawler did great as a babyface. He does a lot of good stuff for MLW now. Um, I gave this match a 
four and three fourths. Uh, almost damn near perfect, honestly. But uh, what'd you give? I'm gonna keep it real. I gave it a five. I kept a G. I gave it a five star. Really? Yeah, I was, hey, I man. was, I was sold. <laughs> That's two two five star matches on the card. Uh, watch watch Bloodsport. This match is uh, this card is great. I think this show is really fantastic. Um, yeah. now we go into this next match. Uh, the Dirty Daddy, Chris Dickinson versus the Beast. <laughs> Dan Severin. Um, <laughs> that that's his nickname. <laughs> I don't know. What to... Um, dirty. All right, man. Anyway. <laughs> you, all right, all right. You gonna hit me with the AO in the group chat, bro? <laughs> huh? <laughs> no, go ahead. Um, the beast, the legendary Dan Severin. Versus who I have I had no idea who the hell this guy is, um, but there's a promo that happens and Chris Dickinson's talking his shit. He's just like, you know what? Like, I don't, I don't really give a fuck. Like, Dan Severin, the Beast, whatever. Motherfucker, this shit blood sport. I'm gonna knock this motherfucker out. <laughs> you know, his real city girl shit. And you know what? Hey man, uh, he did. But, you know, they have to protect the legacy of Dan Severn for some reason, even though this man is, like, 65 years old. Um, Yo, he old as hell, man. He should have been in the house. <laughs> <laughs> he should have been in the house for this shit. I'll be honest. Um, I'm, I'm personally not too high on this match. Um, Dan Severn comes out in uh He comes out in the, uh, in the tee, um, already sweaty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like, I don't know, uh, Dan, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna keep to say, we're not gonna trash who who's out of shape here, <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't work, it doesn't work to Dan's advantage here, um, <laughs> this match, yeah, I felt the same way, like, I'm sorry to cut you off, yeah, I, but, it, uh, uh, sorry, <laughs> yeah, it's all good, I, I felt the same way about the, uh, protecting uh Severin's legacy because they did like mm-hmm. they really didn't have to but they absolutely did and i was like like let him get washed man like, <laughs> like <laughs> just keep, let him get washed keep, man, keep it g is blood let's, sport let's, let's this old man get cooked yeah it's blood sport in blood sport an old guy might get knocked out like i don't see the <laughs> i don't see the, i don't see the problem what's really what's really the issue with that and also yeah the match was not good i just want to throw it out there you're also correct the match definitely sucked uh-huh. Uh, and I was laughing the entire way through it once I realized what direction it was going in. So, yeah. Oh, it is very clear what direction this shit goes in. And <laughs> I think, like, when I was watching it, uh, like, I usually skip this match whenever I rewatch. But uh, uh-huh. every match leading up to this point has really built up the illusion or, like, you know, like, these are hybrid fights, like, these this is real shit going on here. Like this isn't like you know your your pro wrestling, you know, and mm-hmm. it's so clear that uh you know that dance like uh Chris Dickinson knocks Dan Severin out. Like he like he's out cold. His body is limp, and <laughs> the ref is just like break it up, break it up, break it up. No, call the fucking match. Like Dan's done. <laughs> Um, I, I, I don't think this shit did any favors for either of these two performers here. Um, no. 
the next year, um, Chris Dickinson would have a match against Andy Williams, who is also a, another really old dude. I guess he's just a grandpa killer <laughs> for Bloodsport. <laughs> but uh, I think I think the match with Andy Williams is so much better. It's what it really should have been. Um, and you know what? It gets so pro wrestling to the end that there's like a weird like uh, there's a brawl angle at the end that goes on here. Like it, it's clear that like um, uh, Chris Dickinson should have won, but the ref is just you know they had to protect him. And you know what? Chris Dickinson's just like this is bullshit. It starts swinging on this old man. <laughs> uh, I'm not too high on this match. Um, I get I gave it two stars as well, same as the Masada uh, Martin Stone match. Uh, how'd you feel about it? Yeah, I get. Yeah, I gave it to. I gave it to, and I, I definitely wrote. I hate this match somewhere <laughs> around the middle. Like it wasn't even over yet. It wasn't even over yet, and I decided I hated it. And then it finished, and I was like, oh yeah, I definitely hate this. I'm not. I'm not on the fence. It's pretty clear how I feel. So yeah, yeah. Uh, this match uh, isn't great. Um, <laughs> honestly, watch it. Watch it to see and see for yourself. But um, skip this if this is like. You, if you've seen it, yeah, you would want to skip this match. But not a big fan. And then we go into the next match. Um, GCW's Golden Boy. Uh, oof. Nick Gage and uh, Timothy Thatcher. Um, you may know him. Uh, Catchpoint. Uh, Evolve guy. You know. Well, not you, Robbie, but, you know, fans. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, 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 I know you have. Oh, what you <laughs> I know you have no idea what? who this guy is. I'm sorry, but you know, <laughs> Timothy Thatcher is on this card, and if you know him, he does uh he does a lot of great striking work. Um, he's really good, but as far as Bloodsport goes, he is oh uh he's zero two. Um, there's only been two Bloodsports so far, and Timothy Thatcher got bodied in both of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Not too, uh, not too. I'm not too high on this match as well. Um, I think uh, there's a uh, there's a spot in this match. Yes, there's a spot uh, where they tumble out of the ring, and then it just becomes it, it just becomes like a a, a a street fight after that, or like a no holds barred match. Like it just becomes whatever at that point. Uh, you know, Nick Gage can't do anything wrong to GCW fans. Like. He is choking out um, Timothy Thatcher with, um, I think, like, just some wire, like, some camera wire or whatever. <laughs> Crowd is loving it, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> this ain't blessed for it, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Nick Gage, uh, a deathmatch wrestler, I think, um, at this point in time, he is uh, GCW's uh, heavyweight champion. Um Honestly, he just sticks to what he knows. I'm going to be in a fight. I'm going to try to kill this man in a very deathmatch fashion. Um, How'd you feel about it? Uh, Yeah, I also was not feeling this. Uh, I also was like, ah, okay. No, also kind of, but um, it probably was because uh, Nick Gage looks like Bill Burr, and I can't can't get over it. I can't let it go. it, It was really bothering me, and Weeks later, I still feel the same way. So yeah, um, 
But yeah, no, uh, you're right on the, the, the toss out of the ring part. That is kind of mm-hmm. where it was like, oh, what the hell? What is this? And it never really bounced back. It would just kind of mm-hmm. stayed in the state of what the hell am I watching? <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that was uh, that was another thing. How did you feel about the ending? Um, I was just like, you know what? This is like, it was for sure like, uh, like it's, it's not like send the fans home happy. But it's just like, they love Nick Gage, like, you know, they can't do anything wrong with him. So it's just like, no matter what, no matter what happened at the end of the match, like, they would have cheered anyway. So it was just mm-hmm. like, it's, it's whatever. Like, I was there, like, yeah, I uh, I forgot to mention, like, I was there for the show. So, like, when mm-hmm. I saw this and, like, they tumbled to the outside, I was just like, I can't see anything anymore. <laughs> They're supposed to be on the platform <laughs> and fighting. Like, I can't see shit. Um... It, it, it was whatever. I didn't like the ending at all. Uh, I gave this match two stars. Um, this match becomes null and void after uh, the tumble outside the ring. <laughs> how, uh, how'd you feel? Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that, that pretty much sums up how I felt about that one. Yeah, uh, kind of like it, it's weird that like you know. The match, like, stays strong for most of the card. And then when you get to, like, some of these, mm-hmm. like, high-anticipated matches, like, I'm pretty sure, like, a lot of people were just like, holy shit, Dan Severn. Like, you know, wrestling, uh, you know, marks and, you know, right. people that yeah. know about wrestling. is just like, holy shit, Dan Severn. Like, I might never see him again in my lifetime. He comes back next year. Um, <laughs> um, Tim- uh, Timothy Thatcher, you know... N- I don't know a lot of people that go to Evolve shows, not to bury Evolve, but like, you know, I I may never see this matchup again, you know, kind of situation. Like, this shit might be, like, really cool, and then whatever. It just becomes a whatever match uh, after that. Um, but now, we're here at the main event. Matt Riddle versus Muro Suzuki. Uh, Loki doesn't show up, <laughs> even though at the beginning of this DVD... Matt Riddle is calling him out. Stop ducking me. Come get uh like come get these hands. <laughs> I want all the smoke. <laughs> I put together this whole show for us to fight in the best way possible. And Loki does not show up. But you know what? <laughs> they get a legend in Suzuki, and I think this match is great. I think this match is fantastic. Um, no, it's a good match. It it, it does get kind of weird <laughs> at some points. Like it does get like pro wrestling uh esque. Not in the uh, in the Walter Filthy Tom Lawler kind of way, just like uh, just like some weird spots that happen. If you're familiar with uh, Muro Suzuki's work, um, Muro Suzuki tries to do like some submission outside of the ring, but there's no ropes there, so it's just like, all right, you're just gonna fall in the, on the concrete <laughs> on the outside. Like, what do you want to do? But uh, how, how, how'd you feel about this match going? <laughs> it was funny you brought that up because that was the same exact thing I was thinking. I was like, all right. So, <laughs> where do we where do we go from here? <laughs> yeah, like so so some of, some of the uh, like the uh, striking exchanges are like they do look silly, but like yeah, I I I thought it I think it holds up for the most part. Uh, mm-hmm. Some um, there's a spot that happens. Uh, there's a really good German suplex in this match. Yes. And I was just like, yes, that that really amped up the match. I was just like, okay, this is really good. <laughs> like, yeah, no, yeah, I love that. 
Um, whenever there isn't a striking exchange, I think this match really like picks up in quality. Um, mm-hmm. But if you know Matt Riddle and Moro Suzuki, uh, they're two heavy hitters. Like striking is like kind of their thing. But the mm-hmm. match does get weird when they strike, which was like very weird to me. Um, uh, what what else goes on in this match? Oh, there there is a great face off at the start. Uh, mm-hmm. really set the tone. The crowd is loving it. The crowd was hot for like <laughs> the whole match. Like they were screaming. Yeah, they were. They were. They were. And I think also too, um, the the part with the leg locks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very weird. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> How'd you feel about the finish? Um. I like to finish. I think also, you know what? Also, so I think it's cool that like Riddle lost at his own event. I think that's oh, like, yeah. he kinda, like I think that was cool. I kind of didn't see that. I expected him to win, you know, just by default. <laughs> but it was a it was a good finish. I, I like the finish personally. I, also, I don't. I just realized he definitely tried to like grab the rope that doesn't exist for leverage. I don't know what that was. About. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was about. Like he he knew it wasn't there, but yeah. he did it anyway. Like, oh, you know, whatever. Two two whatever. dudes that are notorious for fighting, you know, like, shoot style or, like, you know, real fights. Um, yeah. They do this weird pro wrestling thing where they try to, like, reach for the ropes or, like, just try to go to the outside and break the hold, but it just doesn't happen. Um, <laughs> w- wait, all right. Would you have felt weird if Moro Suzuki won, but it's Moro Suzuki's blood sport? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I would have. Honestly, okay. I was sort of like, oh, that's why. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that, I think that's part of the reason why I'm like at peace with Matt Riddle losing. Because if yeah, if it's not your event, if it's your event and you win, it's like, like all right, it seems like you book yourself to win. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's that exactly. No, and you brought up a good point. Yeah, exactly. It would feel like you booked yourself to win, which is kind of like whack. <laughs> but you know, yeah. Um. Uh, Muro Suzuki, a legend, same as Dan Severin. Um, but like, mm-hmm. I do think this uh, in this uh, in Matt Riddle's blood sport, I do think it's really cool that uh, that he wins. But next year for Josh Barnett's blood sport, um, there's basically two Dan Severins in the match where uh, Muro Suzuki goes against uh, Dan Severin. Uh, no, not Dan Severin. Uh, mm-hmm. Josh Barnett. My fault. And like neither of these two are willing to like uh lose, basically. Like uh <laughs> they let it go to a time limit draw. And then they let it go into overtime into another time limit draw. Basically just like there's a double draw in the match. It is just like like stop trying to like like protect these performers in uh as far as, you know, like their well being and their health. Mm-hmm. But like, someone has to lose. Like, please, come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I think, yeah, if somebody doesn't lose, I think you feel cheated as a fan. I mean, of course, you know, like in kind of pro pro lesson history, there's been, of course, matches when nobody won and, and stuff like that. But I feel like in a situation like this, something like Buzzport, you came to see somebody lose. You came to see somebody get their ass beat. Like, you don't really want to like. Why would you want to draw? And I mm-hmm. think, yeah, I, I get your perspective absolutely. And uh. This isn't, like, very, like... It, it isn't UFC, so it's not like, oh, like, there's going to be, like, uh, somebody's going to win by decision, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it, 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 yeah. 
it was just like, you know, it came into a time limit draw. And then usually it's to move a story forward. But more or less, these mm-hmm. are like one shot shows. Like, come on. Like, yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure like uh, Josh Barnett could have took the fall. But uh, this is Matt Riddle plus for it. <laughs> Sorry, I went on a tangent. I don't know. I felt very strongly about that. <laughs> uh, probably going to review it. We're probably going to review it next year for uh, <laughs> I'll get you back on. Um, but I gave this match four stars. Uh, I don't think it is it, it is as good as uh, the Walter or the uh, the Eddie Kingston match. But mm-hmm. uh, how many stars have you given it? Yeah, I agree. I gave it four. I think what kind of bothered me about it a little bit is like the length of it. It really wasn't that long. Like mm. I was like, uh, okay, <laughs> like I think I don't think they had like. I wish they had like a little bit more time to kind of develop it a little bit further. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I was over. I was definitely overall satisfied with the final product. Mm. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. Overall, with the final product, it it's a good show. I was just like, all right, that's blood. absolutely. Uh, I did like there. There are some like classic matches uh, on the show. Like I feel like everybody should watch like the two matches that we gave five stars, and you should like uh, watch the main event. And I feel like. I feel like you should watch the bad matches. Like you should see like Masada's trash ass uh, <laughs> uh, triangle. Um, I feel like you see. I feel like you should see Dan Severin get smoked and still win. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's worth watching. Yeah, uh, th- this is a very good show. I think uh, I encourage everybody to watch, uh, even though there it has its low points. Um, in closing, man. Uh, yeah, we're we're definitely doing this. Yeah, we definitely have to review um, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport. Uh, I think uh, I think there's some really cool matches in there. Um, there, there there's another mm-hmm. classic in there. Uh, oh man, yeah, we're definitely doing it next year. I'm 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 a, I'm gonna schedule that. <laughs> my my <laughs> might even record that bitch in advance. No, that shit's gonna be cool. Um, but yeah, man, that's Spot Callers. Um, here with Robbie. Where where when they can uh, where can they follow you? What what you got to plug? <laughs> I got <laughs> damn. I, I always got some shit to plug. Um, you can follow me at Robbie Rav. So R O B B Y R A V, no spaces. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I'm a writer. I'm a rap writer, music writer in general. So uh, there'll always be something like that. Um, of course, I'm on doublexlmag.com. Um, in the XL magazine to uh, probably got some video stuff coming soon too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just keep an eye out pretty much. And um, thanks for having me and thank you for the support. Hey man, you're, you're one of my favorite people. I had to get you on the show, especially for a show like this. Um, <laughs> what, what, <laughs> when I originally, uh, when I originally pitched you, uh, Justin was just like, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Robbie don't watch wrestling. What show are you gonna give him? I got the I got the perfect show for Robbie. No, no, no worry about that, man. <laughs> but uh, this was the right show. <laughs> you can follow us at uh, RNC Radio Live on Twitter. You can follow us on RNC Radio on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at h underscore visibility. Um, we have a lot of. We got a lot of stuff coming uh, to the RNC channel and uh, the A-Show channel. Uh, we'll be having... We'll, ha- we'll be having another episode of Spot Callers uh, this month to make up for uh, the delay, um, the call-up, 
we might have some uh, new stuff uh, coming soon. Yeah, there might be some new shows coming soon. I usually get kept in the dark, but uh, there's the A show should be happening every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I was that was I usually do. That was wild. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, there, there's always some new stuff that I don't uh, normally know about. Uh, but um. On the RNC radio channel, there's Overly Medicated. You could listen to the latest episode, but listen to episode four, uh, the one that we all came to LA for. Um, late fees, unsure when uh, RNC radio comes back. Uh, there's The Lookout. Man, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of content. I don't know how Justin does this. <laughs> there, there's a lot of stuff to plug. Just stay tuned on the RNC Radio Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow all of us on Twitter, and we'll keep you posted on everything. Um, next show that we'll be reviewing, where is the DVD? Um, we'll be reviewing ROH uh, Death, Be- Death Before Dishonor 4, and Justin will be on displaying all his knowledge about ROH while I go, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Peace out.